They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. That's why we grow faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh huh. Tell me along. Let's go. Oh, oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. Niners talk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Breezy. We're back for another edition of Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. I got my girl Peachy to the. That that's all. There we go. I can't get <laughs> right, the point right. right. I got my main man, my brother from another mother man. I don't know if you want me to say his government name on the air, but he goes by our SF 49ers with the underscore. So make sure you follow him on Twitter as well as on his IG. Don't worry, I'm gonna put your handles down there. I got the, the thing for you, man. What's going on, baby? So man, what's up, Wayne? I'm I'm happy to be here. It's been a minute, you know. I, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago. I said, hey, let's do a show, and I'm I'm happy to be here. Anytime I can come on and talk about the Niners is a good time, man. So I'm happy to be here, and it's a quiet time. So it's kind of nice actually for me as a content creator when there's not a lot of news. I get a little, I get to rest, catch up on my rest a little bit. So uh, there you go, man. Because re- you you got to get your rest, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's part of you know being healthy. Peachy, how you doing up there? That well down there, down south. What's going on? <laughs> uh, everything is okay. Uh, it's storming here a little bit, so that's kind of crazy. We had some some huge lightning bolts that came through here a little while ago that scared my cats to death. So. <laughs> That's funny. I'm we trying to think. That right now. I want to know. I'm going to ask you this question. Has there ever been an episode where it wasn't storming in Tennessee? Because if it's, cause we might need you to relocate because you're always in a storm. Unless storm is there or are you storm? Like, are you creating the storm, Speechy? Because you be having some long, rough days and you come. I, I could be. It could okay. be. Okay. So you're an X-Men. That's what I was going to say. She might be an X-Men. Yeah, she's an X-Men. I got Possible. it. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the new storm is in the building. Her name is Crystal PGB right here on Nitty Gritty Niners. Oh, man, it's good to be back, guys. We got a crazy episode. The episode is called Pick Me. Why? We're going to get down to this 53-man roster. And this is our 53rd episode. And so we had to represent our man, Navarro Bowman, who wore number 53. We who Name some other 49er players that wore 53. I know you're going to go with the, the newest one, but uh, let's get any other classic guys. Was Bill Romanowski 53? I think Romanowski was 53, but really, the 50, when you think of 53, it's, it's Navarro Bowman. Picking a stick, man, the monster. Like, that, that to me is what sticks right. out. The only 53 that matters was Navarro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Navarro, I hope you watched because I tagged you in this. We, we miss you. I was upset when things went down the way they went down. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? But uh, good peoples, great family, man. I tell you what, when we were down in D.C., 
and at the Washington uh, game, his family took care of my family. I tell you, man, like we ate, we partied, we celebrated. His family is amazing. So shout out to Navarro Bowman. And thank you for wearing 53 oh so well. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in. I see Mike is already in the chat getting things popping. I love it. I love what I'm seeing. Thank y'all so much for tuning in on our Twitch account because that's where we're streaming. Uh, we're just going to get through a couple of formalities really quickly. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel because that's where the videos will be uploaded after the live show. You can go to youtube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. And if you don't already know where to go to watch the show, you just go to twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Follow and subscribe on the channels. Make sure when you see the YouTube videos, you like, comment, subscribe share do all those good things they're all set there for you to do all you gotta do is click a button click another button then click another button and type some words in there and it'd be all good right peachy that's right that's how it goes <laughs> that's how it goes now as you heard my man say earlier there's not much 49er news going around so we kind of can take a break and i think this gave us a nice little insert on how we can sit here and really look at the roster, look at some of the pieces that are no longer on the team, look at some of the people that are going to be injured, and try to figure out who we think is going to make the roster. So our SF 49ers has his roster, Peachy has her roster, Breezy has his roster. But before we get into that, let's just talk. Let's get to know you, bro. Let's get to know you a little bit, man. So you're out on the West Coast, correct? Yeah, I live out in San Jose. I, I pretty much actually was raised in Las Vegas. But I was born in Texas, so I've been on the West Coast my whole life. Right now, I'm out in San Jose, so close to the stadium, close by Levi's. It's like a hop, skip, and a jump, eight-minute drive to, to Levi's, so it's my backyard. Now, I'm going to ask you a couple of personal questions, and Peach is going to ask you a few questions. Then we're going to ask you some 49er content questions. So how did you become a 49er fan? Because you said you were from Texas. And so, yeah, so that's weird, because how are you not cool. a Cowboys fan? Yeah, I, got, that, I, I need to story. know. That's story. So this is a good story, and... and Basically, my dad was the reason I became a Niner fan. So my family's from India, but way back, back in the day in the 80s, my, my dad came, used to come to America a lot on travel from, for work, you know, um, and he was a international tailor. So he would come, you know, one of my uncles, they ran like the Versace store in the 90s and stuff. But before all that, um, he, they just had a men's clothing store and they would come out to different, so he'd go to like Hong Kong and then he met up with like really famous People and they were like, like Johnny Versace was like, hey, we got stuff in San Francisco because that was like the hot spot where all the clothes was coming up. And they was like, yeah, and he's like, okay, yeah. So for work, they would fly him out to San Francisco. And in the 80s, the Niners were coming up. And that's what he saw. He was like, he fell in love with the game of football. Because in India, you got cricket, soccer. They really aren't into big sports. So he saw them, um, you know, winning championships. And he saw them beat the Cowboys. And that was like his moment. He was like, oh, this is the greatest team. Don't Montana. And all my family, when they came to America, for the most part, they all came to Texas, right? Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, and they were all Cowboys. Because of course, you go to Houston, you go to Texas, you're a Cowboy fan. Not my dad. He knew how big that rivalry was, and he was like, "Look, I hate the Cowboys because I'm a Niner fan." And my whole family was like, "We talk, you're living in Texas," so he was like the enemy. And then when I was born, he's like, "Look, son, you're gonna be a Niner fan." And growing up, we used to go to Levi's every year. He'd pick a game, we'd fly out to Levi's. And we just watch a game and everything. So it just stuck with me. 94, we win the Super Bowl and, you know, living the high life. And it just stuck with me. And then he passed away young, actually, unfortunately. Um, and and just, be, just knowing that my dad was the biggest fan, like, I just had to stick with it. And I created the page, you know, kind of as a memory, you know, memorandum for my dad. And that's pretty much it. It's because of my dad, I'm a big Niner fan. 
Wow. What what an amazing story, man. And and we're truly sorry for your loss. I didn't know I hope I hope it didn't bring up anything. No, I didn't no, know man. About I that, love to talk about my dad, man. I that's so amazing. Yeah. Speaking of dads, happy belated Father's Day to you. Happy belated Father's Day to all the fellas that fathers that are watching the show. I hope you had an amazing Father Day. What did what did you and your daughter do for Father's yeah, Day? Yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day to you too, my man. Thank um, you, sir. We, went, we actually uh, drove out to to the city out in San Francisco. We hit up the beach and just had a good day in, in in the city. So that's pretty much what we did. And whatever she wanted, you know, we got some lunch and everything. But pretty much just stayed in the beach because it was nice and cool out there. Sixty degrees compared to the city out here. It's been like. 90, 100 degrees, so. Wow. All right, that sounds really cool. That sounds super cool. And uh, what's your favorite part about San Francisco? I, I know when, when my wife and I, we go to San Francisco, I guess I just don't mind walking for some reason, but I keep forgetting that there's nothing but hills, right? So no matter <laughs> yeah. what type of part of town you're trying to go, San Francisco's huge, first of all, so you're not going to walk everywhere, but when you get to like the Chinatown and then they got the Japanese town, like they're far away from each other, but there are like 50 hills just to get to restaurants, but I don't mind it because you're going to burn off the calories. What's some of the things you love about the city of San Francisco? There's so much about it. The thing I don't like is, is driving on those narrow streets, man. That's the worst part of it. Other than, other than that, I love everything because the weather's great. The people are great. You got so much, there's so much to do. You know, the museum, the, the, like I said, the beach, um, downtown, you can go on a ferry boat. You can check out Alcatraz, L literally everything down, you know, at the pier checking out that kind of stuff um going down to dolores park i like it all honestly all the cool hot spots i love i just don't like the traffic out there the, the driving on the, the on the city streets on the freeways is whatever but getting when you have to go down and drive in the city that's the last thing i want to do yeah man i i definitely hear you peachy what do you have for my man hey rush thank you for for being here for starters what what inspired you to get started to to do the, the uh, to produce the content that you produce. Yeah, I mean, I've always, like I said, I've always been a fan. And before I went into uh, school to be a physical therapist and everything, I always kind of considered like some type of communications or journalism. I always like thought about that, but I never, I don't know. I, I just feel, I felt like, okay, medical field is always like the sure thing. It was like more of a job that's gonna be stable, so. It was always in the back of my mind. So then one year I was like, man, you know what? I got a lot of extra free time. I'm just gonna start posting social on social media. So I made like a uh, Instagram page. It was based on a Facebook page. I used to be on a group, RSF 49ers. And I was like a moderator. They were like, hey man, you're really good. You know all your stuff. Why don't you just make a IG page for us? So I made it and I didn't think anything of it. I just wanted to cover the team, share my thoughts, analysis. And then I was working with another group at the end of the, uh, a couple of years back and I was writing for them. And it just kind of went hand in hand and everything blew up after that. I just, like I said, I just had extra time on my hand and I love the team so much. And then I started working with other people, other content creators, and it just went after that. And I saw how Bleacher Report was doing their thing and I kind of was like, I mean, I could do that, right? So. You do, you do it really well. You know what I'm saying? And one of the things I admire about you is your quick turnaround time. I, I, when I say your turnaround time is fast, I thought I was fast. I'm on the East Coast, gosh darn it. And I think we get things before. Like the news here, yeah. it's here, then it's delayed. But somehow you got a secret agent on somewhere that's working with you, right? Because there's no way you're getting this content out as great and as fast as you're doing it. So without giving away any secrets, though, like tell us how you do it so quickly. I mean, post notifications are a good thing, right? When you have Schefter and all those, the big the big media outlets, like it's always good to have those guys, right? 
But I mean, as you do this for so many years, you actually end up becoming close to people that know things and you get sources. And I mean, I'm not a reporter or anything. I don't know that I know like people direct to this, you know, toward, towards the actual information. But I do know people that are close to the team and they kind of tell me stuff through the grapevine. So when I hear stuff, I just always have stuff ready, like pictures ready, videos ready. I have like a my com- my camera roll has thousands of videos. So if I see a name of a player, I'm like, boom, go to that folder, open it up. It's available, you know, you keep the templates pretty simple. Um, so it's not like you don't have to make this crazy graphic. Keep it simple so when the news drops, you can get it out relatively fast. But yeah, when I see like big media outlets like Schefter, Mayoko, Bay Area wise, or Lombardi come in, one of those guys, if I see some post the news and I'm like, okay, I can use them as a source. I mean, like I said, I do know some people behind the scenes, but I'm not a reporter, so I always wait for big media to report it, but you just got to have those post notifications on, know who to talk to. Again, as you, as a, you know, being close to the Niners and you cover them too, you know other content creators and they kind of get a scoop and you're like, okay, and kind of keep your eye on it. And you just kind of, like I said, because when, when you get close to something and you think something's going to happen, like a, a rumor starts developing, like for example, Julio Jones. I had a lot of content available just in case. Just in case. It was gonna happen, right? So you was ready. I, I, I got you. Yeah. So I got the gist of it, yeah. But I try to stay up on top of everything. As soon as I see a notification, I'm like, okay, I need to get this out. But that can be kind of time consuming and stressful when you live a busy life and you're out in the market or something at Target. Boom, Schefter drops. You know, Richard Sherman has been traded. You're in the middle of the grocery store. Hold on, hold on. And you're like, ah, yeah. so <laughs> it can get a little crazy. Uh, but so. the cool thing is, you're, you're, you know, one of my famous models, and you could say that it's from the Boy Scouts. I like it from, the, from my favorite character, Scar. I know people don't like Scar because he was a bad guy. Bump that. Like Scar was a G. Anyway, be prepared. That's what I'm learning from you. I will say this, bro. Like, I remember reaching out to you. And first of all, like, this is not your first content page. I, you, and sometimes they kind of like try to shut you down sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that you have the fan base. This fan base, the faithful fan base, is the greatest fan base in the world, Craig. Like, better than any team in the whole wide world. Because I will say this when one of your pages got shut down, you had to create a new account. The amount of people that went and just refollowed you right away. I was like, I love. I love this fan base. I mean, some of them piss me off and they get on my last nerve, but I love them so much because they definitely support. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and how, yeah. like, say something about your to your fans out there. No, hundred percent. And I and I say this all the time because I mean I've been running uh, RSF 49ers since 2013, and I said this so many times. I wrote so many messages like I, I, this. Hey, no, nobody in media is without is anything without their fans especially you know uh not our content creator you know if you're working on 49ers twitter or youtube or instagram or twitter whatever you're on whatever platform you, you really try to focus on it's those followers that really make you because they're the ones that support you like I, I love them man and it's like you said i had a page it got deleted it got hacked or whatever and then i had to restart it and i'll you know you put in all that work it gets a little frustrating because you put in all the work you get all those followers it's not that you do it for those followers and the, and the numbers but when you get that big of a following you're like oh, and i gotta restart all over again but you post the you know you post the post out and everybody's like oh you you lost your page let me get the word out. and they they got your back you know and if i make merchandise or if i uh write an article before i go on this podcast as soon as i let people know they're like oh, when is it what time where let me know the, the details because they want to support you and that's how much like so that that's how much they mean to me because it's it's crazy 
you really develop friendships with these people. Not just, you know, you're not just posting news or whatever, highlight analysis. You become friends. Like some of the people I've met through this account are like really good friends. Like I told you earlier, behind the scenes, I'm going to LA next month. Mm-hmm. The friend that I'm going to go meet and hang out with, I met through Instagram through my page and we became like best friends through the years, you know? And I have a lot of friends like that that I met just from the creative page. So it's, it's amazing how many people you can connect with and then just help through the years. Like there's one guy I met, he was going through some stuff. His mom had passed away. We talked and we're really good friends. And he's like, hey man, thanks for always supporting me. And now he's like thriving in life. So it's just, you just meet people and support people and you connect, man. And they're amazing people, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Go ahead, Peach. So because you are such a diehard 49er, I guess you have traveled around to a lot of, of, of different games away games correct yeah i try to go to some away games i mean mm-hmm. i stay mostly on, on the west coast but yeah i've, I've been to several away games what is uh like out of all the away games you've been to what is your best one that you think that you've been to you know like, what I, the city? As, as much as i hate the, the seahawks mm-hmm. going going to that stadium and watching the game out there man it, it, that's a hell of an atmosphere when you're decked in your niner gear they look at you and you're like, yeah, I'm here. What's up? And, and they give you they give you a little shaking too. And but they're cool and it's a, a tough environment. But I like going to those Seattle games, man. And the stadium. I mean, I hate to say it, but they have a pretty damn nice stadium. Them. And I went to a Cowboys game. On um, of course, like I said, my family's all Dallas Cowboys fans. And we went for um, a Thanksgiving game. My uh, one of my cousins, he had um, a booth, a private booth, and everything. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Like, it was bougie, you know? And I was like, okay, this is actually kind of nice. But I had to watch a Cowboys game. It wasn't even a Niners game. It was just like a Cowboys Thanksgiving game. That was one of the best road football games I've been to just because the atmosphere was nice. You know, they took care of us. But as far as Niners game, it was probably going to Seattle, man, and, and watching the Seattle game in, in Seattle. Tough crowd, man. You wear your Niner gear. You better make sure that you're ready to hear a little bit of heckling. And then... I went to a, a Raiders game one time. Oh man, Ooh. those fans are brutal. Yeah, they they so, different, different man. Yeah, they built way different now. And this was back when they were in Oakland before Vegas. So yeah, you really make sure that you were. You, you, if you're gonna oh. say some trash, make sure you you bag it up. Back it up. Yeah, right in your face. So yeah, I, rem- I remember reading. I remember reading a report. I I want to say this was after a preseason game too, bro. Like. Like this wasn't the Thursday night game that I was at. This was a preseason game where Raider fans, 49ers, I don't know, I think it was the Raider fan that got beat up too oh, by the, the fight. way. Yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, that's the game. I went, I went to that game and it was a <laughs> fight that broke out. We were like, as far as like the game, we were like, yo, this is chill out because they had a fight. We, you know, all the news is taking out of it. <laughs> you really gotta like keep your cool, man. I mean, you wanna talk your trash and stuff, but Raider fans, if you if you slip up, they're gonna jump you in the bathroom. Like it's, it's, that's what it's happened, crazy. yo. I yeah, was like, I, dang, I, I hey, that's that. that. That's the game I'm talking about. Yeah. So Pre-season. if you don't know about that game, look it up because it really happened. Like it was it was bad. You know what I'm saying? And so me hearing about it on the East Coast, I'm like, hmm, maybe that's not a good game for me to attend because I, I, you know, I'm gonna be out there by myself or whatever. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna be at the Philly game, and so I got people already telling me, listen. 
Like, make sure where you're sitting. You know, but I was like, listen, I do Philly a lot. I'm a Mets fan. I get how their fans get down. I know how to talk to them, and I know how to like get under their skin to where they won't do anything to me as well. Like, we 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 have a mutual binding agreement. You know, when I go to Philly, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all for it. And then, so Philly right now, I'm surprised the city isn't burning down. Uh, oh, in man. a bad way, right? <laughs> because yeah, between they about to run that man out of the, the city, dude. The, the burning jerseys started the moment before the game ended. I was like, dang, they ain't even let the game go to zero zero. Yeah. It's crazy out in Philly, guys. Yeah. It's crazy. And, it's crazy. But but you're right. One thing about Oakland, like the thing, and, and the thing that saved me because I'm not the biggest guy in the world. I'm a skinny dude, 120 soaking wet. Buddy system. I made sure I was a big tall buddy guy, you know, <laughs> and he had my back. So. <laughs> Oh, I love the way you think. Very logical, bro. Very logical. I love the way you always, think. Always man. gotta think, think ahead, man. Like you said, be prepared. You know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. and that's that's your motto. Stick to it. Yeah, it's right, okay. Cause I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Breezy's bodyguard. He'll be all right. Oh, oh you gonna be good there. Yeah, she got you, man. Yeah, no, yeah right. <laughs> it's, got it's gonna be good. I think John <laughs> Chapman's gonna you, be I, in the I building. Would've, I wouldn't mess with her. I ain't gonna. <laughs> We're going to have John Chapman in the building. Nothing but Niners is going to be there. Oh, we bodied up. I, I can tell you right now. Jersey, yeah. Connecticut, Tennessee, like all the yes, states going to be in the house for that game. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, he ain't messing with nothing with the game, though. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. I, I, we should do well. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I think PG had a question because we want to get to know your thoughts on the schedule. How do you yeah. see the 49ers finishing up? You know, with this particular schedule, we're not going to go through each game, but give me an overall general record of the 49ers before we get into this roster breakdown. Yeah, I did my uh, schedule predictions a couple weeks ago, and I honestly, if everything goes right and all the key players stay healthy and all the kind of chips fall in place, I think that their ceiling they could be 13 and four. I think they really can. I mean, they have a strong, strong team, um, and they're hungry. This team is a team that really hasn't lost that many players from that Super Bowl run. I mean, yeah, we lost Gunner. Mm-hmm. Yes, we lost Emmanuel Sanders and KB and Sherman. Those are like the guys, but we were, Sherman, you know, a little older, they replaced him. JB's coming up. He's healthy, you know. Um, they got some receivers, and they've really stepped up, added a lot of players on that uh, D-line, O-line, and then and to the offense, you know, and with Kittle and all the running backs they have, I think they could absorb some of those losses they had on offense. And Kinlaw, year two, man, he looks ready to wreck a freaking train and he, he's just gonna be on another level because last season this is the thing with Kinlaw everybody was scrutinizing him and there was no rookie minicamp there was no preseason there was no none of that OTA stuff like we had in a normal season because the pandemic came and they threw him into the fire he had high expectations so people really don't I don't think they really saw the full extent of what Javon Kinlaw can do he came on as the season came on you know came along I think the season with the return of Bosa I mean, Kittle's going to be a breakout star in my eyes. So I think with that, the O-line, the offense is going to be good. You know, and our quarterback play should be better because we drafted Lance. We got Jimmy, who's hopefully healthy. We got a better quarterback room than we had last season. We'll get to that when we talk about those QBs later. But honestly, 13-4, I feel the ceiling. I think at the very least, they should win 10 games. At the very least, they should win 10 games. So, but yeah. the, the NFC West is going to be an absolute dog fight so it's gonna be tough you know you're gonna be some games you lose that you're like hell you lose that game but that's football and and there's gonna be some injuries that we hate but i think if everything falls in place with the like i said return of bosa fred warner man this kid's about to be 25 years he's not even 25 years old he's not even 25 bro that's insane to me how good this team is with how young some of these guys are kittle 
Debo, Ayuk. Ayuk didn't even have a good a stable quarterback last season. So with everything falling in place, 13 and 4. 13 and 4. Peachy, what was our predictions? Was, was it 14 and 3 or 13 and 4? I can't 13 remember. 13 and 4. It was 13. We had different games that we lost, but we, we do agree that the 49ers are going to win 13 games. It's, it's It should be easy peasy for them if everything falls into place, like you said. I think that's that's the key. Um, and even if those things happen, if those adversities happen, I think the 49ers have the depth right now. Mm-hmm to kind of continue to keep the wheel churning. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's at the quarterback position, whether it's at the running back position, whether it's at the wide receiver position, which we're really going to talk about in a second. And so, like, I think the 49ers have some depth um, at those positions. So, I think PG has one more question for you. And while she's getting that last question before we start this roster breakdown, I'm going to post a poll in the chat for our watchers that are uh, right here inside the chat. And the poll is going to... The question is, what is the biggest remaining weakness for the 49ers going into training camp. Now, I have enough time to put going into training camp, but I want to know which position you feel is the biggest weakness going into training camp, all right? So I'm going to go to that post to poll. You guys got 10 minutes to do it. I better not see three votes with all 45 of y'all in here watching, all right? So, I like, let's go. Poll is there. It should be at the very top of the chat, all right? So we're going to talk about that. Uh, Peachy, you have any qu- final questions for him? So, um... A question that I had was, speaking of the record, when do you think the 49ers will suffer their first loss? Oh, man. Let me, I like that let me, one. This, that's a good question. I feel, let me, let me go look back at the field. What did I say? Was it Arizona? I think it could be the Arizona game. Let me see. Let me see what I have. Oh, I like watching the poll live. I oh. think... This is dope. I think that yours was Arizona, Bree, just Arizona? like mine. I think it was Arizona. Because that's an away so game, So the first right? game I have them losing, right. yeah, it's actually Arizona. It's an away yeah. game. Um, mm-hmm. First, you know, division rivalry game away. Yeah. I, I definitely right. see them. They're going to smash the Lions. They're going to beat the Eagles. You're going to be there mm-hmm. cheering them on. I'll be at mm-hmm. Green. I'll be at the Green Bay game. Home over there. We're going to get loud. Nice. Aaron Donald, he's going to get reacquainted with Nick Bosa. Seahawks is going to be tough game, but it's at home. We got that one. I think the Cardinals is a game where they can let up. If they do mm-hmm. lose their first game, I can see it being Arizona. And that's exactly what okay. I think. And so we're all in agreement. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I, I just want to double check my first loss. I got to. It is Arizona. She was right. Mm-hmm. We Arizona. picked Arizona. She got a great memory because I have yeah, to go yeah. back to my notes. <laughs> I have us beating <laughs> Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that first Seattle game. All right, all right. So, so week five, the 49ers should be getting their first, their first L. So the 49ers should be what four and one, one, two, yeah, three, yeah. four and one, mm-hmm. and going into week six. That 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 looks about right. Which um, yeah. not ha- so the the big question is you're four and one, you're going into week six. That's your bye. Week seven, right? Who are you starting? Yeah. If available. Now, a lot of people feel, if ready, (laughs) excuse me, not available. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's a trade offer. I think one of our uh, friends gave us this crazy trade offer question. Something, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, a team needs him. You can trade Jimmy because Trey Lance is ready. He's got the green light. The question is, do you trade Jimmy Garoppolo with like a five and one record? Or do you continue to let Jimmy do his thing? Let's let me let me see what you think about that. I think they gotta let Jimmy do his thing. I know everybody wants to trade him out and get value. I think if he rolls out the rest of the season, they make a Super Bowl or a deep run, his value goes up. Because right now, if they trade him, 
Okay, and and I think Lance would be ready. You know, he's on the team that is built for him, and I think he's probably the rookie that landed in the best opportunity for all the teams. We're not really a rebuilding team like most teams that get a top five quarterback right, or top three pick. You know, they're usually on a rebuilding team, a bad defense, a bad defense, bad O line. We got everything. We have good defense, good offense, good O line, good running back. He's in a perfect position to succeed. But if they trade Jimmy, it means your backup's probably going to be Nate Sudfeld. And if anything, God forbid, happens to trade, which we don't want everything to happen. But if anything happens, we got Nate Sudfeld. Bat- and he's better than Nick Mullins. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I, I mean, they just swap, right? You got Nick <laughs> and Philly. Like, it's, like, it's like the same situation because the whole offseason, their goal was upgrade the quarterback room. And no disrespect to Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard, they made it to the NFL and I did it. But they didn't win games with those guys. You know, you had Jimmy who wins games, and you got Trey Lance who could be the future Patrick Mahomes. And the talent is there. Shan fell in love with them. But they're the offering you a first-round pick for Jimmy. It's you don't have first-round picks for the next two seasons. I mean, it would be tempting. You got your future ready to go. <laughs> it, would be, it would be tempting, but I'll tell you what, man. If, you giving him a we, four, a five-one cushion. He could lose three games and y'all still make the playoffs, and you're gonna pass I up on a first. Want, I just knowing our luck. I just know our luck, man. Something's okay. gonna happen, and then you got okay. Nick Sutfeld coming in, and we get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. It totally makes sense. I see what you're saying. I want to pull the trigger and take the first rounder because you're right. We don't have a uh, first rounder for a long time, but man, and knowing the Niners' luck. You know how it goes, man. Oh, it's tough, man. Woo. My man Swift D, my man Dion says, look, we got to be realistic. The quarterback room is going to be Lance, Jimmy, and Josh, period. He's saying Sudfield's going to go to the practice squad. I like this because I can't wait till we do our roster breakdowns. Do not answer this question. Do not come back. I, I don't I don't know anybody's roster breakdown, and I want to yeah. be surprised to see what, what Raj and Peachy has to say. Who is making their quarterback room? So we're going to have to get into that within the next 30 seconds. Listen, we have a few more minutes on the vote, and it's like, wait, what's, I don't know. It is like six votes, but right now, there's a position that's leading. You know, no one picked linebacker. No one picked defensive line. No one picked offensive line. Uh, but everybody right now, the cornerback room is, they're saying, is the biggest weakness. What are your thoughts on the biggest weakness of the team? Well, I mean, I, I, I can see where they say quarterback room because you got Jimmy and his injury history is pretty, pretty bad. You know, we've seen what he's happened. I mean, they drafted a quarterback and he got a quarterback. Not quarterback, corner. corner. Cornerback. Oh, corner. I thought you said quarterback. No, nope, it's so, all good. It's, no, no. I, I, I was going to say cornerback. So I was trying to defend quarterback for them, right? Trying to see what they were saying. But if they're saying cornerback, they yeah, I, I agree. Because Jason Verrett, love the guy. Had one healthy season in the last five years. So you're banking on that. But I love Jason. And I think. I love how you're realistic, bro. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I love I love Jason. I mean, I talk to him a lot actually. Behind the he's he's such a humble dude. He works good. And I love what he said in his press conference. And he said, "Hey, look, injuries are passing. Let's move forward now." You could tell he knows he's coming into this off season for healthy for the first time, and probably since his rookie season. So I think that he's going to use that as motivation. But we're banking a lot on him, right? He's thirty year old cornerback. You got Manny Mosley, who I love Manny. He can be good, but his consistencies have been up and down like a roller coaster. So, banking a lot on those two guys. You got two very young cornerbacks you drafted, Lenore and Thomas, and I think they will be good eventually. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're ready yet. You got Kwan, who's the shark. He's a dog. We know he's going to come with it, and I think he's going to be great. But if he gets hurt, then you're going to be fumbling around, you know? 
And then after that, you got Dante Johnson. I call Dante Johnson nine lives because this man has been on this heat so many times, just like a cat. You kill him once, you get him away, he comes back all the time. He has nine, <laughs> nine lives, man. baby. I don't know how he – this is what I tell people. I say, I think Dante Johnson has some dirt on the team, on the front mm-hmm. office. They count Absolutely. <laughs> and then they're like, damn, we need a cornerback. Who are we going to call? We got, let's call Don. Let's call nine lives. Yo, Dante. Yeah, we got an injury. We need to call you. Oh, yeah, I'll be down there first thing in the morning. And he's like, yeah, you know me. Because he's like, because if you don't sign me tomorrow, guess what, Shanahan? I'm going to be first pitchers. Yo, Dante Johnson. Always finds his way down. Dante Johnson is the 49ers Olivia. Hands down. He's got all the dirt. He's got something. He He got something on him, I'm not telling you. That, it's funny because it's consistent on everybody's show too. Everybody's platform mm-hmm. that speaks on Dante. And I will say this to defend him. I will say the last seven games of the last season, he looked like a 49ers DB. Like he, they put him in the slot. They put him back there on the outside. I don't know if it took him seven years to get going, but he looked good. Like he looked like he can play the position. You know what I'm saying? So... Will he make the squad? Will he make your 53, Peachy? Will he make your 53, Raj? Will he make Breezy's 53? I have, to, I have no idea, but you about to find out right now. We're about to get into the 53-man rosters, all right? So get your rosters out, and here we go. 53 was a good number. Shout out again to Navarro Bowman. No one wore this number better than Navarro Bowman. I will say that right now. So roster 53, let's start with the cornerback rooms. That's what we did. What I did was I broke mine down to rooms. And so okay. we'll go yeah, with Raj. He's our guest. Go ahead and give us your cornerbacks and then Peachy and then myself. All right, cornerback. I got five making the team, and I pretty much listed them. I got Jason Verrett, mm-hmm. Emmanuel Mosley. I got K1 Williams, Peter Nichol, and then you got the two rookies, uh, Lenore and Ambry Thomas. That's it. I mean, I think Dante Johnson, he's on outskirts. Like you said, he's the crusty veteran. He'll find his way back eventually. Uh-huh. They're gonna keep him around. They're gonna keep him. They got him on speed dial. That he's number one on the speed dial. So if they need him, he'll be there. I don't think he makes the fifty-three, but he will definitely be on this team at some capacity down the line. Um, Tim Harris Jr. I'd have him making uh, practice squad as long as along with Ken Webster, Mark Fields too. I think he cuts and he doesn't come back. But that's pretty much my CB room right now. All right. So you got five that make the squad. PG, what's your number? Okay. I actually have the it, the same exact ones that he does with the five, and I also have the three that he does on the practice squad. All right, I don't care about practice squad; that don't count. So let's go with the five. So y'all got five. I got six. Okay. So Good guess six. who I picked as my six? I think Tim <laughs> Harris Jr. makes the squad. Okay. Y'all. I, I think, I think, it, I, I I me think too. Tim Harris Jr. makes the squad. Yeah, it's, it, so. it should be his time. He was having a hell of a camp last year. and You know, not a camp, but he was having a hell of a time. And then he gets injured preseason and whatnot. I think this kid makes the squad. Obviously, the two rookies are going to make it. You won't see them on a practice squad. If not, we'll lose them. And then um, the same guys you got. So the only guy I'm adding to your list is uh, uh, Tim Harris Jr. Now, somehow we got to keep track of this. All right, so let's go with safeties. We're going backwards, so we're going to the safeties. Okay, sounds good. So I also have five safeties on this. Uh, so my secondary, I got two players, basically. So I got Jimmy Ward, Dequasi Tart, the the two veterans, you know, they played together since high school, or in high school. Now they've been on the same team and the pros. I got Fonga, the rookie. Um, 
I actually, and then my last two, I have Tony Jefferson, the guy that they got from the Ravens uh, last week. They, they signed him up. And then Marcel Harris. Those are my five. Um, you know, Tarverius Moore, unfortunate for him. I think that opened the door for Jefferson. Moore will probably be on the PUP. Um, Tavon Wilson, the other veteran they signed earlier this offseason, I, I kind of was thinking he would make it. But once they signed Tony Jefferson, I knew I had to knock him off a little. Yeah. Peachy, who are your five? I mean, who are your? How many do you have? I'm sorry. I also have five. However, I want to throw a monkey wrench in here, and you guys are gonna be like, "What?" But I have Tavon Wilson okay. over Tony Jefferson. That and that's fair though. Like yeah. I like it. I I I like it. I I have the same five as Raj though. I think Jefferson's veteranship outdoes. Probably. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it does, but he, <laughs> he's yeah, also coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. you know, him having like a season and a half off, I'm hoping he's able to come and get get up to, you know, 49er speed, not just game speed, but 49er speed. That People don't talk about how complicated the defense can be, but it's it's, it's a complicated one. And the one thing they predicate the defense off is, is speed. And so yeah. if this guy is not up to par, then I can see Peachy's guy sliding right on in. So that's not a big monkey wrench, Peach. You, no, you I, heard I Ross talk it. about him making that squad, his practice squad, too. It, it was close. Like, I, I when I was making my list, I had Avon pretty much on my 53 until last week when they signed up. And I was on the same ball. I was like, Did, is, does he have his speed back? Is he? But he has the veteran mentorship, you know, just like Wilson. He's a veteran. But I feel Jefferson has a – he's a little better player, so his mentorship would be better. But the reason I got him, I was watching his – on his Instagram, he's posted a lot of videos of him this offseason where he's making these cuts, and I was like, okay, he looks mm-hmm. like he's back, back. So based on what I've seen – I got Jefferson, but I mean, Tavon Wilson is not a stretch. I think he can make this roster. All right. There you go. Shout out to uh, Cinnamon Kiss. Thank you so much for tuning in. She's pulling an all-nighter tonight, so she's going to go back and watch the replay. But we truly appreciate you for joining the live stream. Thank you, Sin. Uh, we do got questions. The one thing I love about this family right here, they they love to talk. They got questions, and I love it. Um, Callie says, no love for Jarrett Maiden. Uh, we're going to let our guests take the questions, Peachy. How about that? And so no love for Jarrett Maiden. Let's see what he has to say. I mean, it's not that I don't love him, but it's tough. This is a, a, a roster that three players that are going to make this team have to be the best of the best. And there's no knock on Jarrett. I think he has a lot of potential. But again, Jefferson, he's a, he's a veteran and he knows the system. And I think he picked up well. Harris, he's been on the team for several years. And I think he's played well. He's also a good contributor on special teams. And I think that they can use him in that spot. Um, the rookie Hofunga, I mean, I think they have high hopes for this kid. And I don't think they drafted him with the intention of putting him on the practice squad because I think he's a guy that if they put him on the practice squad, he's going to get claimed right up, you know. And I think they can get a guy like Maiden who has potential and he's kind of like a gem where not a lot of teams would pick him up if they were to throw him on the practice squad. So that's what I look at when I'm looking at these rosters. Like, okay, if there's a guy that he may not start, but if you put him on the practice squad, they'll clip up, they'll get him signed somewhere else. I think he has to make the roster just because he has that potential. And that's why I have Hofunga on there over a guy like Maiden. That makes sense. And it's crazy because, you know, last year Maiden was the rookie 
And now this year, Hafunga, but I think Hafunga just brings a different element of football to for yeah. the safety position. Plus, you're going to be able to utilize him, like you said, on special teams, which is somewhere he wants to go and make a stamp. So when you when you hear a player say something like that, that's a player yeah. you want on your squad. All right, let's go to the linebacker spot. All right, let's go to the linebackers. So so far, I'm the only one with six cornerbacks, and so I have a total of eleven defensive players. You guys have a total of ten so far. Yeah. All right, let's go to the linebackers. Uh, our linebackers. So I have five making it. Um, okay. Uh, of course, all pro Fred Warner. Have to get yep. paid sooner or later. Uh, you know, and then we got my man Dre Greenlaw. I have Aziz Al here. And then the last two, I have Demetrius Flanagan Powell. I think he'll make the roster. Um, he showed some flashes here and there last year. And again, they use a lot of these guys on special teams. Um, and then my last guy is the undrafted player they had, Justin Hilliard. I felt like. He can make the practice squad. Ohio State. I think, he, I think he makes the final roster. He seems like. Whoa. I was like, I, I was surprised that he got picked up as an undrafted player. He has talent. You know, injury history kind of limited him, but he's a good player. I think he makes the fi- the final fifty three. That's my that's my five linebackers. Now before Peachy goes, because I know you have your, I don't know how many you have. Some of these players play tweener positions, Joe. So it's like you know. Like, my guy might be different from your guy because I have my guy listed as an outside backer where you might have him listed as a defensive end, if that makes any sense. All right? Yeah, no, so when no. I get to When I get to mine, you'll, you'll hear what I'm talking about. Peachy, who do you have? How many do you have? And then who do you have? I actually have the same ones that Raj does. I do. Uh, I really do believe that Justin Hiller, not just because he's from Ohio State, but because I think his injuries are the reason why that his injury history was the reason why that he went undrafted in the first place. So I have a lot of, of high hopes for him. So I actually have the same five that Raj does. Well, that's amazing, but I don't. So let's go with, <laughs> I definitely don't <laughs> have high hopes for Justin Hill here. Not just because he went to the Ohio State and I don't like them, but I just feel like he has some competition. Jonas Griffith. There are a couple of other linebackers on this team that's already been here that are making a staple. So I actually have Jonas Griffith making this team. All right. That's the guy we got last year in the draft. Uh, Al Shair, Greenlaw, Warner, and I have Ibukam as my outside backer. I feel like that is the combination you're going to see on the field. More not having him so much in on an edge, I think Armstead is going to start on the end. All right. And so when he, when Ibukam comes in, he'll be playing that D forward uh, uh, position. And so I think he'll start though at linebacker. I think you have him on the outside, you have Warner on the inside, and then Green on the outside. She, like that speed. That's just speed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and just remember what we were trying to do when we had the oh my god, what is his name, Quan Alexander. He was all fire, all speed. He was just injury yeah. prone, and so I think they get a little bit back with Ibukam, and he's a short tackler. So I think that's the guy you want outside on edge. So that's why I have Ibukam. As my linebacker, but I'm like y'all. I have five. We just have different names. I, I like that you did that. You threw them out to get the outside linebacker position, and I could totally see them doing that um, this year. And again, you got D'Amico Ryan's first year D line. He says they're going to be a little bit more aggressive this year. I could totally mm-hmm. see him using the cam blitzing off the outsider. So yeah, that makes sense to me. It's going to be crazy. We don't know what the heck we're going to see. All we know is it's going to be lethal. All right. Let's go ahead and keep moving up. We got the defensive line position. So this is including the linemen, the the tackles, and the edges. All right. Yeah. So this is where it gets a little tricky because Uh you got a guy, you got D Ford, right? 
I don't have him on my initial roster because I have him on the PUP to start the season. So he's okay. not on there. I think he will eventually, if he's healthy at some point. I don't know if they're saying he is, but I got to see it to believe. So I have nine linemen. I got the Bear, Nick Bosa, obviously, right? Going in the edge. I have Armstead, who I think hopefully can play a little bit more inside, but I do think they'll use him outside, like you said. Um, you got Kinlaw. You got DJ Jones. Uh, Zach, Zach Kerr, the new guy. Uh, veteran, I think he's going to be really important on the inside. Uh, Reese Hurst, that's another veteran they got. I think he makes the team. I added Samson Ebicom. I put him at edge um, because I don't know about D Ford if he's going to make it right with the injury list. So I got Ebicom playing that D Ford role. And then Arden Key, I think, makes it because also D Ford. And Jordan Willis got the suspension. So I think that slides Arden Key there. And my last spot is uh, defensive tackle Kevin Gibbons. So. Okay. Not yet. All right. So he has nine linemen. All right, Peachy, how many do you have? I have nine also, but um, I have a little, it's a little bit varied. Um, I have Nick Bosa, Armstead, Ken Law, DJ Jones, Ebucom, Kevin Gibbons, Arden Key, Kentavia Street, and Maurice Hurst. Okay. That's nine Kentavia people? Street. Mm-hmm. Street's, not making, Street's not making this team. All right. Um, I only have six because one of mine, it would have been seven had I included him. But I have six. I have Bosa, Kinlaw, Jones, Armstead, Givens, Hurst, and Ford. It does not mean I don't think Zach Kerr makes this team. It's 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 possible. I probably should include one, but then I would have to take one off my offense, and I need our offense to be ready, locked, and loaded. So I feel like with this these six defensive linemen, they can do some nice rotations because you got Bosa on one end, you got Armstead on the other end, you're starting Kinlaw and DJ Jones, and now you're rotating Hurst and Givens on the inside, and, and Givens can play on some on the outs. You got guys that can, and Armstead can play on the out. Like, you just got guys that can play inside out. I think because of that is why I only went with six, and then you have some of those linebackers that can kind of, like, drop down there on the line as well. So that's my defense. I have a total of 22 defensive players. What is your totals? You guys would have the same number. Plus nine, uh, twenty-four. Do you have twenty-four? So so as you can see, I'm 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 loading up on the offense. Like, (laughs) you're loading that up. Listen, Listen, we always see the defense. The one thing that we don't get from our defense is underperformance, right? And that's with a with a. You know, not with the Bosa's, right? Like that's not with having a good staff. That's with having players we haven't really ever heard of coming on this defense. The offense, though, I feel like it's a little bit more shady. And now all the votes went to the cornerback position. I still think the wide receiver room is the weakest position on this team. That's just me. That's how I think. And that's because after Ayuk and after um, Debo who is also struggling from injuries and Ayuk has a hamstring injuries. What if both of those guys can't go? And now you're starting Craycraft, Sanu. What the, George Kittle better line up outside because, like, what are we going to do? I, I, that's yeah, just throw, the way I think. Throw uh, Wayne Galman out at slot receiver. <laughs> We're going to have to figure something out. All right, let's work our way the, from the bottom the to the I top. The reason I had nine linemen, though, because Go both ahead. are coming back from that ACL. And, yeah, I that think they, they want to make they want to make sure the guys protected with their big ass on, on defense. Mm-hmm. And also, you don't want to throw him to fire day one. I think he'll be ready. He'll be like, oh, let, me, let me get fifty. Let me get fifty plays. They're gonna be like, look, kid, we got Ebby Cam, we got Arden Key. Let's give you a little, 
he looks easy in a little bit. So I think that's why you have to have a lot of linemen to kind of keep those legs fresh. Mm-hmm. That's the oh, yeah. main reason I have. Uh, 100% for both of you. I just think like you guys, like you said on some of your older prior lists, some of these guys are going to be on the practice squad, right? And oh, so yeah, I'm just not thinking yeah. about practice squad. I'm just thinking about who's probably going to make the 53. And and like you said, when they're picking their 53, they're going and saying, well, you know, we can stash this guy and then we can have him healthy and ready to go if something happens. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I'm kind of thinking in that light. So there's going to be guys that I don't mention that I just think end up on the practice squad. Yeah, um, um, I feel like that we that um, one one of the problems that the 49ers have had in the past is that we haven't had enough rotation. I feel like that that we we definitely need to make sure that we have enough guys available so that we can rotate, so that we can keep you know so we can keep having fresh guys out there. Most of the uh, NFL teams that that have that are the ones that have the most successful defense because they have more people on the line and then that way they have or uh, more people that that are available and then that way their rotations are a lot better they're a lot fresher they move a lot faster so that's why i chose that like i said it's very valid i guess you know just having a bunch of people available though isn't great you want to make sure that these people are great at what they do right and so i just don't think you know art and key eh I don't know. He had, this is my he, question. He had the potential mm-hmm. coming out as a Raider. But, but and, this is my, my question to that is okay, last year, did you expect Kerry Hyder to do what he did last season? Right? No, Obviously, kind of threw I, him into that role. But we got I Chris Kasurik, man. I agree. I I agree. I just I think I think of Arden Key from a mental standpoint, though. Yeah. Would he be no, able to I, mentally I, say I'm I'm mature enough to make this 49er squad? You you guys, everybody always talk about they want the room to be like you know no bad boys, none of that type of crap, whatever, whatever. We did that already, right? We had we had some <laughs> bad boys on this team, and so I think Arden Key is going to bring a little bit of that. And I don't know if it's going to be detrimental to the team. If it's, is it going to be a cancerous? Is it going to be? I, we don't know. So that's why he's a question mark for me. Yeah. Other than that, I loved him coming out of college. Like, like I really yeah. truly did. But he definitely got drafted. You know, lower down on the totem pole. And I thought he was going to be a steal for the Raiders. He just didn't work out. You know. And so was it because of his, you know, personality or play? Like, which one was it? Because you're right. Kosirik is going to get Lyman, and he is going to pull and make them the best line he did it with Kerry Hyder Kevin Gibbons is looking like a monster you already heard uh, our coordinator talk about um, our yeah our coach our coordinator talk about him like no one thought Kevin Gibbons name would have been mentioned right and so now he's being talked up and this that other players are talking about Kevin Gibbons listen to their pressers they're liking this kid and so healthy 49ers are going to be a problem. I do agree with having enough rotation, though. I just want to make sure that it's the right rotation. Because, look, you talk about rotation there. Well, I only mentioned two wide receivers. You can't even name anyone's after that. So what happens when, <laughs> when them guys? And so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just big on the wide receiver position. I know we can't have nine people out there on the field at the same time. Yeah, but, God, we were losing wide receivers. Like, they were dropping like flies. All right. Yeah. Let's go to the offensive line. All right. Let's go to the offensive line. Let me hear what you got, Raj, for the O-line. Well, I, I stacked the same thing as defensive line, O-line, at nine. Same reason. Body's going down, man. That's a tough position. The trenches. You got the man, Trent Williams, number one left tackle. I'm glad we brought him back. Um, you got Lakin Thomason. I think he'll play on the left side, but it's really going to depend on where they want to slot. Right, got, or, or Aaron Banks, the rookie. But, of course, I got him making it, and he's a starter. 
I got him at right guard. Um, I got McGlinchey at right tackle, the two Notre Dame guys close to each other. And then at center, man, Alex Mack, this is such an important signing we had this offseason. The center was a spot that there was no stability. So those are my oh starters. My and then behind them, I have uh, Sean Coleman. He could probably play swing tackle now that Skule's out. Um, Daniel Brunskill, he'll play every position, good rotational guy. Um, and I got Jalen Moore, the other rookie they got. He can play guard. And then I have Colton McKivitt making it last year's um, draft pick, uh, making it. Too. So those are my linemen. Awesome. Now, PG, before you give yours, you have a question. Uh, and you go ahead and take it. Is that Lance on your shirt? Yep, this it is. Is it? It's a nitty gritty Niners Trey Lance shirt. Sure is. That's those are the ice tray shirts, man. You can go right tray. there, nittygrittyniners.com. Get your shirt right now. Yeah. I was going to save your shirt for last, Ross, because I want to know where you got that Yak Bros joint from. Mm-hmm. That joint is fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the link. No, that Trey shirt. I, I was like, that's so good. I like the ice. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. We 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 trying to do little things over here in Nitty Gritty Niners. All right, Peachy, you're a lineman. Who do you have? I have every one of them that he has except I have eight instead of of nine. And the one that I do not have on there is Jalen Moore. Huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> I no, it's cool. It's your pick. It's your list. No, I was reading an email. I got an email from 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 a client, and uh, it was a good email. So my home was like, because it was some dollar signs next to it. All right, so my number <laughs> is eight. So you got how many? Nine. I have nine. Yeah. How many do you have, Peach? I have eight. Okay, so finally, Peachy and I agree for the first time on this show. All right, I have eight. I don't know if it's the same eight. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Peach. I got McGlinchey. I got Brunskill. I got Just Call Me a Mac. I got Tomlinson. I got Williams. I got McKivitz. Oh, no, because you picked. I picked Moore and Banks. So I picked the two rookies. Who who, who do we have different? Did Coleman? I do not Sean have more. Did you pick Coleman? Yeah, I put Sean Coleman on mine. I know you did. Peach, did you pick Coleman? Yeah, I picked Coleman. The only one was different was Moore. Okay. It was the only one that I did not put on my list. There's no way in two hell Sean Coleman makes this team. I've not seen <laughs> Sean Coleman play football since 1995. Like, there's no way he makes this squad. And here's why. Here's why. McKivitz, Jalen Moore. That's why. You got a young guy that's going to come in here and probably outwork an old guy. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, yeah. I think McKivitz becomes your swing tackle. He's better at tackle. Okay. All right. Okay. And then that leaves, that frees up Brunskill to be your utility guy on the offensive yeah. line. So you got your starting five, a guy that could play center tackle guard, and a guy that can swing at the tackle position. And so I think because of that, and McKivitz can play guard too. And if you know Kyle Shanahan, like we all know Kyle Shanahan, you better yeah. be able to play about four or five positions great <laughs> to make this squad. Right. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's you're true. right. You're right. That's a good I, point. For some reason, I have Sean Cohen. I just feel like. They, they want to make sure they have that depth on this team this season. And I, I think that, I mean, I'm not going to say that if he doesn't make it, I'm going to be upset and crying because I could see him getting cut just as much as I could see him making the roster. But I just feel like out of the other linemen, they can put like Tom Compton, I don't see like Jake Brandel, Alfredo Gutierrez. I feel he's a practice squad guy. He's still uh, not ready. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, good Dakota point, Shepley. Good point. You got Dakota Shepley. Good again, point. another practice squad guy. So that's the way I look at it again. 
and I look at these rosters, I'm like, who's a guy that they could develop put on practice squad, or who's a guy that maybe they want to keep on the roster going forward? They did pay him a decent amount of money, so mm-hmm. I mean, especially if they, if don't... they put him on the squad and he gets souped up like Caden Smith. Is Caden Smith? Oh, he's who's suspended for how mm-hmm. long? Uh, no uh, year. Oh, see, Chase, Chase Harrell. Yo, Chase Harrell, right? Oh, Chase, Chase Harrell. Oh, Chase That's Harrell. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Caden Smith. So oh, wrong yeah. guy. Caden went to the Giants. Caden went to right. the Giants. Right. Well, so Chase Harrell got released from the 49ers, right? Yeah. All right, so that's why he got released. He was doing drugs. All right, just say no. Up, man. <laughs> Nancy Reagan, just say no. You got to just Every, say no. Everybody, everybody, you know, it's really crazy because whenever you have something that happened to a player that was on the 49ers, but they're not anymore, and even though it happens, you still it's, like linked, and all they showed was just 49er pictures, and I'm like, wait a minute, he's not even yeah. a 49er anymore. Yo, like, they made it seem like, like he was the next greatest tight end <laughs> to not play a, a down for the 49 Like, I'm like, dude, I don't even know who he is. He got drafted and didn't make the squad. Right. Like, what are we, why are we talking about him? Right. Oh, ex 49 player. Why are we hyping up a guy that never even played a down for us? Exactly. It's, so, uh, uh, they, they, which, it's like they thought he was going to be Kittle or something. Come on, let, let me tell you how amazing you two are. And I love the fact that you're on the show today. So thank you for being a guest. But let me tell you how amazing you, you guys just transitioned to the next position. Because we were talking about a tight end. And so let's talk about the tight ends on this Yo. team. Let's go. That's, that's how Shanahan's spot, man. He loves those tight ends. And I'm going to say he's got four. Of course, you Ooh. got Kittle over the middle. You got Rod Dwelly. Charlie Warner, the second-year sensation. Hopefully, he gets better in the passing game. Solid blocker. They signed Michael Pruitt this offseason, and I think he sticks to the roster. I feel like they like to have those jumbo packages. They like to make the last season they had four. The year before, they had four. So, I think, I think they're going to stick with it and, and go with four because you want to keep Kittle healthy, man, and, and – the more tight ends you have, the less that he has to do. So I see that um, teammate for extra valid, Peachy. I have three. I just we don't agree have again. Pruitt. Oh, I, we two for um, two. I, I do not have Pruitt on there, and it literally was just because it would have been fifty-four instead of fifty-three. So, <laughs> so I took him off there. I yeah. just know. I I just feel like it's just gonna be three tight ends. It's just my my opinion. Yeah, I, I have three. I have the same three as Peachy, so I'm not going to prolong that. Here we go. Here we go. Wide receivers. Oh, so, this uh, because you you guys are running out of out of slots. You see, I can't wait to see which wide receivers make Raj's squad and which wide receivers make Peachy's squad. All right, here we go. This this is the hardest position to even project because mm-hmm. it, you you can literally list any of these guys and I'm like, yeah, they can all make it really because we don't know outside Debo and you. They all have a shot to make the team, and we've you know, I've talked about this on my page. After Kendrick Bourne left, like people don't give him enough respect. Kendrick Bourne was actually a solid player for this team, a great third receiver, led the team in receiving yards, you know, a couple years, uh, receptions. The guy was sure-handed. He was a touchdown machine for them in the terms of receiving because they don't really utilize their receivers a lot. So Kendrick Bourne actually put up pretty good stats for a receiver on a team that runs the ball. So replacing him is not going to be an easy task, I feel. I know there's people that don't like KB because oh, he dances and stuff. So anyway, getting to it. I got Debo IU blocked, right? After that, if the man can stay healthy, I think he can be the guy that takes that role as the number three receiver and maybe even better than what KB did that Jalen Hurd. The preseason war wonder, right? We okay. saw him in that, that Cowboys game, and we saw what we could do. And, and that's Jalen Hurd. I have Richie James, number four. 
Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this kid has so much potential, and when he he just needs those opportunities. I think he could be a solid slot player. You know, he's kind of had to play return man over the last couple of years. I think he makes it as a receiver. And then speaking of special teams, I got Trent Sherfield making it. They signed him this offseason. You know, special teams matters. And then the last guy, I got six receivers. This was so hard because I was racking my brain on, is it Benjamin? Is it Jennings? Is it Snoo? Is it this guy? Is it Cray Cry? I have Mohamed Sanu as my last receiver, um, number six. So it's tough, man. That, that list is so hard. I can't remember the last time Kyle Shanahan went with six wide receivers, but hey, that this might be the first. I, your list is amazing. Yeah, this is amazing. But that six, that oof, man, that's tough, man. Peachy, oh, how man. many do you have? I have um, actually. Um, you guys are gonna laugh at me because <laughs> for some reason I have seven. I don't know how I got seven out of this thing because I wasn't trying to do that. But I have Ayuk. Debo, I have Austin Watkins Jr. making this oh. this squad. He's going straight to the practice squad. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so too, but he has good potential, man. I like the kid. Great potential. Yes, he does. Um, Sanu, I have Jennings and Richie James man, Jr. That's what I have. You talk about mad. Like, wait, wait till you I hear like my him. nine. I got nine. Nine. What? You, nine. you can't. Nine. Nine. No, no, no! Exactly. Listen, you, you guys. To, first of he all, wants to poke at us for for our for our defense. Oh no, no, no! Oh, you guys. You, first of all, you guys are tripping because the one receipt <laughs> one position. There's a hamstring injury each and every week to a different wide receiver. Every no, no. week, every week, a different wide receiver is out. Every week, we look like the the Boston Celtics. Different lineup at wide receiver position, right? <laughs> all right. So I got Ayuk Samuel. Sanu, Richie James, who will be more of a wide receiver than a returner. Therefore, Sheerfield takes that spot, but he will be battling with Craycraft. Craycraft is a Kyle Shanahan guy. Ain't no way he not making this team. Jalen Hurd and Jennings. I have nine receivers. Let me make sure I can count right. One, two, three, four, five, six. I got eight. I'm sorry. I can't count. I, I deleted somebody. I deleted. So I got eight. It's not as bad as nine. But I think eight is what we go with. We had eight last year. We're going to need eight this year. I thought my seven uh, was bad. I thought six was. I thought I was. All right. Y'all, la- y'all laughing at me. Y'all laughing. Count how many receivers was on this squad last year that made the squad. Hey, no, I, trust me. I wish I wanted to make it. Like, I was like sitting there when I was making my life. Like, should I go seven? Should I go eight? I'm like, nah, it's going to be six. Shannon don't like to go more than six. It was so hard to nail it down to six. Like, you're right. Jennings could make this team. Benji, like, that's why I said, leading up to this, any of you guys can make this final roster, man, because after Debo and I, it's not a lot. And, and speaking of Craycraft, if you've seen what he's showed, you know, in his stories and on all the videos he's put, the guy got some bulk on him. And he definitely he got- is a Kyle Shanahan receiver. He reminds me of Trent Taylor, a little mm-hmm. bigger, mixed with KB. Like, this is a... This is a Kyle Shanahan receiver, 100%. He reminds me of a guy that y'all probably going to be like, I ain't never heard of him. But he's the father of Christian McCaffrey. That's who he reminds me of. Mm I know. I know. Easy Ed. Yeah. We talking about Ed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And people saw. So in the moment Craycraft goes to the practice squad, the moment he gone off this team. Because Kyle covets this player. Like, he has... 
remember you you guys talked about not getting players in here during camp he was a body that had to pick up off the street off another team and now he's coming back i mean he did have that one thing on the kickoff return where i was just like i mean on that punt return i was like dude ain't nobody in front of you man return that he feared caught the ball right and so seven or eight receivers i'm telling you that's what it is i count it wrong guys it wasn't nine it was eight but B, I'm telling you, Craycraft and Sheerfield, they make this team. I can see both of them being returners, especially on the kickoff. Um, yeah. I do like Austin Watkins Jr. though, PG, but I just don't think he's going to be other than speed. Um, I don't think he's going. I know he caught the ball a lot in college. I just don't think he'll be able to outshine unless he outshines the Richie James. I can't wait to train a camp. All right, let's keep it going. Nice. Running backs. This is another <laughs> hard one. This is a hard one too. Running backs. Yeah. Running back stuff, and then, you know, in the draft, everybody said, oh, why they draft two running back? Listen, last season, every single running back got hurt. Not just one. Another not just position. Every single one. This was the position they needed to draft running back, and they did it. And this is a tough spot, but it's a running, it's a run first team. So, my favorite pick of the draft, other than Trey Lance, was Trey Sermon. I was so happy we got this man. Oh, my, my God. Team. I think this guy oh. is going to be running back one sooner. Rather than later, more he's gonna be. Thank you, thank you, Ross. Before anybody, <laughs> no, I know I love Raheem. There's no disrespect, but listen, Raheem Mostert's a home run hitter. You don't need to give the man more than ten carries a game. Listen, because if you do, he's gonna get hurt. Let's be let's be honest with ourselves. Everybody talks about Jimmy getting hurt. I'm talking about Raheem getting hurt enough. But anyways, without further ado, my my, my I got five guys making it, and that includes the fullback uh, Kyle Uzcheck. So we got Raheem Mostert, yep. Trey Sermon, Elijah yep. Mitchell. Wayne Gallman, and I think Wayne's going to be a very important player in the in the passing game. I think they're going to be throwing him in the flat, using him as like maybe even a slot guy. And then I have Kyle Yuschek. I wish okay. Jamichael Hasty could make a team. I think he's going to the practice squad. And then Josh Hockett as well. Jeff Wilson Jr., who probably started on the PUP list. And then later down the line, he'd come back and might have to take one of those other guys away. Maybe Elijah Mitchell put him on practice squad. Okay. I don't know. So, that's All my right. five. Peachy. The same. The same five. All right. So my my five, I have five as well. It differs because I have Wilson actually making the squad. But if he does go on PUP, then I will be bringing one of those guys up from the practice squad. And the guy that I would bring up to replace um, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. would be Elijah Mitchell. That's the guy that I have in here. Um, but I just want to say this. like, I feel like whenever Breezy speaks... Like it, like people just don't take it. Like, like I, I've spoken about Raheem Mostert for the longest, and I kept saying that if Tevin Coleman was healthier, I don't think Raheem Mostert would have been starting because Raheem Mostert is the guy you want to come in to just punch somebody in the mm-hmm. mouth and take it from zero to 100 real quick. Therefore, yeah. less injuries because he's switched up the pace of the game. And so yeah. I know he wants to be a lead running back. But I don't think his body is built for that, especially the way he runs the ball. And so this is why they drafted a Trey Sermon. And this is why I think Wayne Gallman makes the squad as well, because now you have some bell cow guys and then you have change of pace guys like Raheem Mostert and Elijah Mitchell. Right. And so, of course, Juice is a lock. I've, I've, again, yeah, it's a done deal. They paid him to be a lock. They paid him uh, a lot of money. He ain't going to be off the team. <laughs> All right. We are almost at the end of the show and we got the cream of the crop. And I can't wait to hear how many quarterbacks are making this squad. So we are almost to 50, right? Because we can only pick 50 players. And then the three we already know three of the players. It's the kicker, the punter, Wishnowski, 
uh, gold and Tabor Pepper, right? Those are three locks. So we can only pick 50 players, all right? And so here we go. Cream of the crop. Who are your quarterbacks, Raj? So, well, 51, because my I looked at my roster, that equal to two, because the 53 roster so I have. Two quarterbacks. No three quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. And that's Jimmy G and Trey Lance. That's it. That's it. That's it. Let's go, baby. That's it. That's it. Oh, snap. Because listen to this. Josh Roden, only reason they signed him last season, because you got CJ had a thumb injury, and Nick Bullins messed his, th- his uh, elbow up. Jimmy G had the ankle upon ankle injury. They was like, like we might not have a quarterback play this week, so they signed Josh Rosen at last minute emergency. Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to save this man's career. You think Kyle Shanahan wants to develop him when he's wasting his precious time, or not wait, he's spending his precious time taking care of his baby Trey. He does not care about Josh Rosen. You got to protect the precious Trey Lance. Spend all your energy on him. Nate Sudfeld, like I said, You'll keep around veterans who knows the system. He could be called up if they need an emergency. You call up Nate Sudfield, who they're paying a pretty penny to be a veteran, right? You throw him in the practice squad. You got Jimmy G, who you're paying a lot of money. He's your starter until he's not your starter. And then Trey Lance. Training camp battle is about to be legendary. So those are my two quarterbacks. Woo! That's All right. Good. All right, PG. I got three. I feel like I messed up. Go ahead, Peach. <laughs> I have three also, even okay. though I probably did mess up. And the two obvious ones I have in Studfeld. So, so Sudfeld. So I'm with mm-hmm. Peachy. Those are my three. I don't think Josh Rosen makes this team. I think Nate Sudfeld is there mainly because he's a Scagarello guy. And that's a mm-hmm. guy that you want in that particular offense just in case they don't make it home tonight. They got to go up in that offense and just run the system the best way they can. It's not like bringing, you know what this means? This means Kyle Shanahan doesn't have to create three quarterback books of plays anymore. He can create one. And then obviously Trey Lances will have some extra stuff in it because he can do other things. Um, I thought my man pulled a breezy and blew out his mic. (laughs) Yo, Raj got real loud. Let's go. I was high. I'm feeling the hype, man. I can't wait for training camp, man. I can't either. I'm so Listen, excited about it. Before training camp, guys, the state of the, the union, whatever you want to call it, state of the franchise is next Wednesday yeah. night. I said state of the union. State of the <laughs> franchise is next Wednesday. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raj, final thoughts, man. And, and and what do you want to promote so we can tell people to go follow you? No, I got nothing. I want that shirt. It. You know, yeah. The yeah. shirt, I, thought, I can't remember the name of the guy that told me, but I'll have to pull it on. It was on a, it's an Instagram page, and the guy makes these specialized shirts. I Promoted it on my page again. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, he, he makes them. If, if you want to DM me, I'll give you the information. But really, I have sure. nothing to promote. I just wanted to come on and talk Niners with you guys and the opportunity to show myself out there like I usually do, you know. But, you know, going through different platforms and your guys' brand and everybody's brand, that's what it's all about. And I'm a, I just was happy to be on here talking about Niners today. One love, bro. We truly appreciate you here at Nitty Gritty Niners. PG, final thoughts. Only final thought that I have actually is kind of sad. I would like to send out prayers to defensive tackle from the Vikings, the rookie Jalen Twyman, that was shot four times by visiting his aunt in DC. Mm. Now, according to his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, it was wrong place, wrong time. He's going to be okay, but we're all just thankful that he's going to be okay. And, and Nitty Gritty Niners just sends out their, their prayers for a very speedy recovery. Jalen. We're so sorry to hear that. Like, real talk, 
I know we family, but this violent stuff, man, it's it's a little overrated now, man. Like, it, like we're 2021. We should be finding ways to make money and setting up our families right. to live long. Yeah, we're it. not gonna be yeah. here much longer. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, if if y'all gonna do dirt and and make money and 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 wrong ways, well, it's money. It's enough money for everybody, guys. Like, however you see right. it. But, this Absolutely. is unfortunate. We got to find a way to come together yeah. instead of sitting here doing all this crazy stuff, yeah. man. I'm sorry we had to end on that note. Sorry. But it's breaking this. And that's um, what Nitty Gritty does for you. <laughs> I, I do appreciate you guys. Roz, you are amazing. I can't wait to see what the heck you're going to post. Like, you're all my. You know how you say you got your post notifications on? You're my post notification. <laughs> so the moment you, you post it, I'm like, boom. And, and the one yeah, thing I love about you, bro, is I remember hitting you up, DM, and I was like, dude, how? Do, what do I need to download? I wasn't trying to do what you're doing. I just wanted to make sure I could get something out there, and I wanted to know it. So you yeah. set me up. You was like, yo, get this, get this, do this, do that. And I'm like, wow, that's love. Because everybody that's don't want to share, you know? So you're, you you're appreciated. That's what I noticed, too, man. Like, I don't... And every, everybody wants a piece of the pie, right? We're all trying to promote our content. And if somebody asked me how to do this, I'm going to tell you because at the end of the day, we're all trying to do the same thing. You're posting the same news I'm posting. There's nobody better. It's not a competition. We're all part of the same you know, community. It's all love for me, man. And that's what I've tried to do over the years. And that's it. If anybody asks me, like, if I have a video or a highlight, or, I'll send it to them. People DM me, hey, you got a video poster? Yeah, and I'll just send it to them. So... That's amazing, man. Well, today we appreciate you. We celebrate you. We thank you for all the great 49er content that you put out there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners. We'll be back next Monday. Don't forget, Peachy has her show on Saturday. So every Saturday, her show is going to be airing live. It's from a lady's perspective. I love it 100%. You got to watch it. It's going to be premiering this Wednesday night. So if you missed last Saturday's, you'll be able to watch it on YouTube this Wednesday. Uh, Peachy's Girl Talk. I, it, it's, it's, it's so dope, yo. It's, it's there talking and I'm just like can I come on the show and they're like no I'm like damn it alright I'm gonna start a men's talk that's what I'm gonna do so I was like well there's always men's talk and I was like yeah you're right my bad but Peachy we appreciate you and I'm proud of you and the things that you're doing thank you so much make sure you guys follow him he has an underscore if you're on Twitter make sure you put the underscore next to his name that's right there his handle right there alright he had to create that page because you know whatever you know, bad people out there you know what I'm saying yeah, but we are yeah. putting on great content keep doing what you're doing bro keep smiling he got that Kimball Walker smile right now like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying just smiling <laughs> dude about to get traded you know what I mean smiling. <laughs> he don't get, you know what though he's still getting paid he is getting paid bro mm-hmm. no matter what team he ends up on he right. gets $37 million alright uh, guys we truly appreciate you guys man don't forget to subscribe to the channel on YouTube that's backslash Wayne Breezy and if you're not following and subscribing on Twitch make sure you do that and make sure you go ahead and get those energy drinks those raised energy drinks will make sure you get things flowing and going I love it what they do and it's all natural guys that's what we talk about thank, thank y'all for tuning in we appreciate y'all we out this joint keep Keep it nitty and keep it gritty. That wasn't gritty at all. That was kind of pretty. That was too pretty. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy. Nitty gritty, this that nice talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's that Niners talk We outline players up and show 
Nitty gritty, it's that honest talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's that honest talk. Nitty gritty, it's that honest talk.